crank it. Well, we can't because there are people sleeping. 18 years ago, oh, I know where I was. I probably was on my way to getting the first of the two. So th I think this was the associates and the next was the BA bachelors. And I had befriended someone and we were listening to With Teeth obsessively. With Teeth was released May 3rd. 2005 and it holds significant meaning because up until that point Nine Inch Nails had not released an album since 1999's The Fragile this double album that took that Trent Reznor sound because it really is the Trent Reznor sound to a sonic um, stratosphere that I don't even think he was aware of in terms of the impact and it still felt 24 years later, that album, that is such a prophetic album. If you listen to it now, I mean, the songs on it, Star Fuckers, and we're in the, one of my favorites is We're In This Together Now, and um, Somewhat Damaged, and The Fragile, and Wretched, and Where Is, every, where is Everybody. <laughs> but, so think about that. That's 1999. He didn't put out another album until 2005, because... Some things happened. A lot of things happened. For one, he Trent Reznor found out he was getting uh, it was I think the manager or someone was stealing money from him, and then he was getting clean off of drugs, which he had worked on for so many years, and then to finally arrive at that moment, and um, it was two thousand and five's. Uh, with teeth that he uh, reemerged, and in fact, there's a fellow musician playing on this track on the drums, and that's Mr. Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters and Nirvana. And this song is such a it's it's a it's a coming back of sorts, or not of sorts. It is. It's a coming back. It's here I am. Why do you look good? All the love in the world. I'll see the instrumentation. You know. I think people forget that Trent Reznor started out as this piano piano player. He wanted to be a piano player. And then he played all these different instruments and then formed Nine Inch Nails. But With Teeth really is a comeback. A comeback in such a way where people were not only welcoming him back, but they were like, whoa, you still have so much to say. I think when artists reach a certain point, I think at that point he was about to turn 40, that you don't have anything viable to say, and he did. And we're playing uh, Why Do You Get All the Love Underneath Me? And um, 
if we can switch over to i mean this whole album you, if you look at the track list you've got it starts off with why do you get all the love in the world you know what you are the collector the hand that feeds love is not enough Every day is exactly the same, which they use in movies, and it annoys the hell out of me. But they're doing it in such a narrative way. With Teeth, the title song, Only, which is such a striking song, Getting Smaller, Sunspots, my personal favorite, The Line Begins to Blur, Beside You in Time, which is also a favorite, and Right Where It Belongs. And um, I think I was invited by someone to go see the With Teeth tour, and then later on, she changed her mind. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Um, see how it just it hits you. He still had something to say. I think people were kind of stunned by that. That this at that time he was thirty nine. This thirty nine year old man had so much to say. And you know when you when you reach your forties, you still have a lot to say. I think people assume that music is for the youth culture, and it's really beyond all of that. It's about creativity, and it's about exploration sonically. Now, I don't want to play the whole album, because that would that's 56 minutes. Yeah. I mean, the whole album itself, yes, a lot of these songs became hits, but it was an album. And that's how Trent Reznor does it. He, I mean, he produced it with, uh, was it Alan Mulder? Um... I think he was supposed to release it in 2004 from what I've read. But, you know, With Teeth with Teeth really was a solidification of him bringing this sound that he had worked on for his entire life to bring it back. And um, I wanted to find something. 2005, it, it just feels like... Uh, really a hundred years ago it really does it really does in terms of there is a difference in the air and uh yeah we'll get to the interview in a bit i mean i love these songs and i know you all do too and um isn't that such a see he he still has it he still has it he i saw him recently still fucking has it he hasn't lost it i don't think he'll ever lose it the moment he loses it i think is he's gonna stop touring and i don't think that's ever gonna happen now who you know with with all tours he assembles these musicians and they go on tour and the with teeth tour was so good that they put out a blu-ray and a dvd of it i have the blu-ray and it's Beside You in Time. It's from 2007. I think it was a 2005-2006 show dates. And, um, yeah. I mean, you can't help but listen to this. He went on to receive a Grammy nomination for The Hand That Feeds. I think he lost to System of a Down. <laughs> but, you know, it's all good. It's all good. It's an award. It's an award, as I talked about earlier, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And, uh, yeah, let's go over to Love Is Not Enough. You know what's great about the Blu-ray is there's these clips of him doing songs that they didn't do in the tour, which was uh, The Collector, Love Is Not Enough. Love Is Enough. But in this aspect and at that moment, sonically, 
I mean, and and that's the thing I love about Trent Reznor. He's not faking it. If he was faking it, he would have retired by now. He still knows how to just stab you with it. Now, when I saw Nine Inch Nails back in September of 2022, they did uh, Every Day is Exactly the Same. And I'm trying to think what else, if I can gaze upon this set list. <laughs> this is such a great song. And the way he just delivers it lyrically. Let's listen. Damn. I hope you can hear it underneath me. I'm sure you can. Do I have the microphone? All right. What did they do from With Teeth? Well, <laughs> they did Every Day is Exactly the Same. Whoa, that's the only song they did. <laughs> this uh, When I saw them, I mean, they opened with Somewhat Damage. They went to Wish, which is one of my favorites. Hearsay, Woo! Sanctified, The Lovers, Less Than, The March of the Pigs, Everything, Lemire, Closer, Ahead of Ourselves, God Break Down the Door, The Perfect Drug, Me I'm Not, Copy of a... Um, every day is exactly the same. One thousand, or yeah, one thousand, uh, one million. <laughs> Gave up, head like a hole. Subterraneans, reptile, and hurt. But let's go back to uh, with teeth. I mean, yeah. Let me hear it. There we go. Let's go on to a song that got a lot of radio airplay right next to. Um, the hand that feeds and that was every day is exactly the same and my friend at the time she would listen to this song as she's driving and wave her hands around and shit she was um i think going through some stuff she was in a bad marriage and um i think she's on number three <laughs> yeah so i mean you know you, you can't really judge people because you have to be in their shoes so what you know whatever wherever she is now she's happy she's happy god this song is just so there's a, th a throb to it and um i wanted to do this a little better than Ten Thousand days because I, i'm not so much doing this just for me okay i'm doing this for all of you who love nine inch nails a few people in particular that I'll, I'll single out. I won't say by name. Um, they absolutely love Nine Inch Nails. Um, yeah. See, it's, it's, it's got that beat to it. With teeth, I mean, let's, let's listen to a little of this.
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, let's go on to the title track with teeth. <laughs> I got distracted for a little bit. Such is life. Um, let's look at with teeth. Um, God, this album, and it and it wasn't your typical Nine Inch Nails album. There was a there was a difference to it. It was produced by Trent Reznor, Alan Mulder, and Atticus Ross. May third. 2005 it went to number one on the billboard charts did very very well and uh yeah let's get to it this song also radio friend well radio hit yeah And the video was, it was different. It was different, and um, yeah, I love just listening to it. <laughs> See, I just want to listen to it. I don't really want to talk. Yeah. See what I mean? <laughs> There's so much fire in it. I think this is Sunspots. And with Trent, he just he brings it hard. He's not going to give it to you soft. He's going to give it to you soft in a different context. There we go. It's an album. That's what Nine Inch Nails does. Whatever incarnation they are. Here's my personal favorite. Sonically, when I first heard that, 
I identified with that. I still do to this day. Such a beautiful song. I wish they had done it when I they were doing it at other parts of the tour when I when I saw them in 2022. I I would have just given my left nut. Yeah. Just to see them do the line begins to blur. And then um beside you in time, which is such a beautiful Here's my favorite part. Where is it? I used to jog to this. Oh my god see what i mean this album is just fr- this brings back a lot of memories for me because i would listen to this song with my friend who was obsessed with this album and then i bought the album i think i had a burnt copy of it and then i bought the album just to feel it but that that blu-ray that i have i think i had the dvd first the blu-ray of that tour is just so amazing to watch and visually what nine inch nails is able to do is striking hold on That's right where it belongs. And Nine Inch Nails, I mean, 18 years. It's almost been 20 years since they put out With Teeth. Such an amazing album filled with so much emotion, so much raw rage. And that's why we keep coming back to Nine Inch Nails. It is uh, something beyond our own consciousness why we love these albums and their albums for me it's not about the hits it's about the albums the albums just they they really strike out at you in such a profound way think about it yesterday was 17 years of tools 10,000 days and then their compadre because they are friends with Trent Reznor Nine Inch Nails who have been around for such a long time 34 years put out with teeth which really was a a a beautiful welcome back to trent reznor you think of everything that he had been through 
as a person. And, you know, when you're an art, an artist to come back in such a way where you're able to regather your thoughts. I mean, he'd been away a long time. In that, in between that, he had done the tour for The Fragile. He had put out a live DVD and a live album. He had done the song Deep for uh, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Such a great song. And then he got clean. He got clean. And um, in the music industry, that's that's a tough thing to do. Because it's an industry of, yes, people don't say no to you. And... It was it was amazing for him to gather his demons and just put them into music because he didn't have that which he was that almost killed him in terms of the drug use and the drinking. But I think it was more the drug use for him. (sighs) This album is, you know, when you're coming out the other side of something, it's the it's a phoenix. It's right. It's the rise of the phoenix, basically, and that's what with teeth was. With teeth was such a. Oh God. I mean, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a lot to say. Oh, here we go. Here's what Reznor said. He said, um. Spin Magazine in 2005. I was going to just drink myself or drug myself out of it. I got back to New Orleans after the Fragile Tour and I pretty much lost my soul. Damn. Um, After Reznor decided to go to rehab, he began work on a new album and found that the songwriting process moved along easier for him than in the past. He said that it was due to having a pretty good game plan and elaborated. I had themes and subjects. As my brain started working, the songs just started to come out. I regained my self-confidence. He originally planned to the album to be a concept album complete with a storyline. He was quoted in a 2007 article saying, I'd come up with this kind of elaborate storyline and the record was going to be a concept record that had the number of pretentious elements to it. I was going to talk about multi-layered reality and waking up in a dream you can't wake up out of. I've been eventually found finding acceptance after you go through this period of trying to find it. It was all kind of a big analogy, analogy for me getting sober. Damn. Yep. This is such a... Oh, God. This album... I mean, there's not much I could say. That tour. I mean, I almost went on that tour. (laughs) I almost went on that tour. The critics are so fucked up. They're so fucked up. That's all they ever do is, Well, it's not as great as this one. Shut the fuck up. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It was a really good album. Still a good album. I mean, it's lived in all of us for eighteen years. Those are those are the ones that, yeah, they they give us uh, this light, this light at the end of the tunnel, sonically, and it's uh, an amazing thing. And I I wanted to do this because I love this album, and I forgot that it was an eighteen year anniversary, and also those whom I know who love Nine Inch Nails. Um, We are kindred spirits. We connect in such a way to those songs. I mean, for me, it's Wish. It will always be Wish. 
that song will always be my mantra in terms of how I feel where he says, uh, uh, what is the, I'm so tired right now. <laughs> Usually I would know. <laughs> I mean, I could sing it, but it's pretty late and I do sing, but not right now. And especially not with this microphone. Um, I know someone else who could sing this. I mean, I'd have to wake him up. Um, wish there was something real, wish there was something true, wish there was something real in this world full of you. For me, that right there, that hits me. That will always hit me. First time I heard that, I don't, I, I didn't know what it was doing to me, but it, that, that really struck out me because I want, I want real. I want it to be real. I don't want it to be bullshit. <sighs> And I don't want to get emotional because that, that lyric does make me feel emotional. Um, oh, I love this one because it's always, it's so wicked the way he says it, but I love it. Got to listen to your big time, hard line, bad luck, fist fuck. And then he does that with his, when <laughs> they do it in the, on the stage. Um, yeah. I mean, those lyrics, I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I, I, I don't want a tattoo, but if I had to, I would get those those four lines on my chest right there because it, it means so much to me and then for me on this with teeth album the line begins to blur that is just such a i mean atmospherically if you listen to that song that really is the gem of the album the slower songs you know i think with with nine inch nails we we're so used to the fury and the rage and um the anger is your gift, and it truly is sonically and contextually. Uh, but the line begins to blur as such a song, and it bleeds, and it continues to bleed, and then it bleeds into right uh, uh, beside you in time. Beside you in time, I used to jog to that. I can't now. I mean, I could jog to other things. I, I think maybe I was experiencing some kind of osmosis and transformation at the time an emotional kind of I didn't know where I was going and I remember I was jogging a lot I was just running away from everything let's see what songs make you remember the good the bad and the ugly <sighs> and um yeah see the uh, I've said this before songs I, they're not background noise to me they I, they especially the good ones you know, they cut me, they, they cut me the right fucking open. And um, this album in particular, I mean, I remember, this is a little personal, I'll say it. I remember listening to, wait, is it this one? I remember listening to You Know What You Are. I'll never forget that. And I listened to it over and over and over and the next day I came out to myself so it was you know a long time coming I love when people would say to me oh I always knew and I was like yeah but you have to admit it to yourself you can't have other people telling you who you are you have to admit it to yourself that's a total different thing you can't have people speaking for you you have to do it. But I remember listening to that and just the way it pulsated. 
and I felt it. And so, yeah, you know, that, that's what music does. It, it gets, it gets under our skin and that in particular, you know, I mean, it could have been some pop song, you know, but it wasn't. Sir Sarah Bareilles didn't exist yet. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't. So it was a Nine Inch Nails song that kind of pushed me and challenged me, and all this rage that I was feeling. And it's just like, just say it. And so I said it to myself, and I went, "Whoa!" And it's like the hairs on your arm kind of stand up, and you're like, a, a, "A song made me do that in such a profound way." 17 years ago and I remember when it was I never forget it I felt so at peace but very scared and you know as you get older then it's like it's not so scary anymore and then you can say it and then you can say it in front of other people and then you know that's what music does music is is transformative and um ever present and um um <laughs> yeah um <laughs> okay yeah it's it's been fun um recording this so as always unpleasant dreams <laughs>